inviting me to minister and speak on faith uh, and speak in this convention. I truly appreciate it. And uh, I don't take it lightly or for granted. I'm very honored that you will ask me to come and share the word of God with your wonderful congregation. So thank you, sir. Um, and also I honor your wonderful wife, Pastor Jessica. Um, both of you are wonderful people, my, my brother and sister in the Lord. Uh, you are covenant, you know, you are, you are covenant, um, covenant friends. But above that, you are my brother and she is my sister. And I truly honor you and um, respect the gift of God over both of you. So once again, thank you so much for giving me this honor and privilege to share with ICC in New Jersey. And also want to give honor to all of you who are here this afternoon and chosen to um, come and be part of this at was it one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday afternoon. Um, uh, I'm grateful and thankful to see you here. And I believe and trust that God has a word for us today in Jesus name. And so I give you, I, I honor all of you, I give honor to uh, Pastor Robert and his well, lovely wife, Minister Lily, um, and all the rest of the ICC uh, family. You guys are wonderful. You guys are a blessing. I listen to your messages. Uh, I'm blessed. Quite frankly, I don't know why I'm here because there's enough anointing and power in the house <laughs> to, to take over this, um, this convention. So I am truly grateful. And um, last but not least, but of course, give honor to one of my members in, in um, Brussels, Stefan, and also one of our ministers in our, in our London church, Minister Dawn E. Lawrence, who is here. So God bless you, Minister Lawrence, for Minister Dawn, for taking time out to join us. And, um, and everybody else who is on here, God bless you. And I'm looking forward to sharing this time with you in Jesus' name. Praise God. Um, let's have a brief time of prayer and let's go right into it. Because the hour do go fast. You know, sometimes you think you have time, but it goes very quickly. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. We magnify you. We thank you for this day. For this is the day which you have made. And, Father, we say that we choose to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for this opportunity to gather and to hear and receive from you, receive from your word. We pray that, Father, you cause the eyes of understanding to be enlightened, that we know the hope of your calling. We pray that, Father, you will give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. I pray that I decrease and you increase. We pray that, Father God, that as we look at this subject or matter of faith, that our faith will, will, will be stirred up in the name of Jesus. Our faith will grow. Our faith will increase. And, Father, we make a covenant with you right now to give you alone all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you for this opportunity, Lord. Thank you for ICC. I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Well, God bless you all. Uh, once again, it's a great honor to be here. Um, I'm grateful to come and share uh, with you today on the subject, well, what we call the subject of faith. Of course, um, I listened to your pastor's message on Wednesday. And um, I mean, he basically um, gave, you know, he basically preached the whole, <laughs> my whole, set, my whole sessions. So I, don't, I, I texted him and said to him, I don't know why I'm here. Please change the picture on the flyer and the name on the flyer because you've done such a great job. You, you know, you've gone in depth into the matter and the subject of faith. Um, but he really, really covered 
um, in great detail and, and, and to perfection uh, on faith, the basis of faith. And I truly encourage you, if you have not heard the midweek session of, of this, this Wednesday gone of Pastor Stephen, I truly encourage you to listen to it uh, because, you know, it was just full of so much nuggets and, and wisdom and, and revelation, especially the 12 parts when he was covering the, the, uh, at the end, um, you know, the main part of the service, when he was covering the 12 points on faith, I was done. I was like, he's finished my message. You know, so I could either be upset or I was glad because I know that he's made my job very much more easier to come and share with you. So I've only come to add my little supply to what has already been well taught and introduced by your pastor. And so um, I'm just going to, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, go over a few a few things that actually not a few, many of the things he shared on Wednesday. You're going to hear me repeat some of those things. And uh, we always, we are word of faith, and even in our pistol school, we like to say that repetition is always good for learning. And so sometimes, you know, we think like we've heard something before, so we don't need to hear it again. But it's good that we hear, you know, the word of God over and over, because the more we hear it, the more we hear even the same thing, the more understanding and revelation we get from the word of God. And read is not about what we know, but it's about what we apply and the word of God that we, we do that makes a difference in our lives. So um, I'm glad that he, um, he gave a, such a great introduction to, I think his session was an introduction to the whole conference and the whole month. And I'm just come to add my little bit to it in Jesus name. And so this, this afternoon, this evening for some of us, um, I'm gonna entitle this message, Living by Faith. Um, living by faith, or we can also call it a life of faith, living by faith or a life of faith. Now, of course, we, we know and understand that faith is such a broad subject, it's such a, um, you know, big topic, we would not be able to cover, cover it all in my free sessions, um, even we'll not be able to cover the whole subject of faith in every aspect, in every area, in the whole month, but we're going to do our best to touch on the basis and be led by the Holy Spirit as we go. And so let's go to Romans chapter 1, verse 16. And this was one of the scriptures that Pastor Stephen shared as well on Wednesday. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. And we're going to read verse 16 and verse 17. Uh, just give me a moment to get used to preaching without an interpreter. It feels so weird. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to say something. So I feel like I feel like a bird has been let out of the cage. It's been a while to preach without any interpretation. So, you know, if I start to speak fast, just just type the pastor, slow down, pastor, you know, take take it easy. And then I'll, I'll slow myself down. I'm a little bit excited at the moment, praise God. And so Romans chapter 1, verse 16, the apostle Paul speaking, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then verse 17 says, For therein, for in the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And of course, we understand here the just meaning that those of us who have been declared righteous, those of who, us who have accepted Jesus Christ 
as Lord and Savior. We have been made the righteousness of God. And the Bible says, since we have been made the righteousness of God, or we have been made righteous, he says, Paul says, the just shall live by faith. And of course, Paul, um, the Apostle Paul was quoting this from the Old Testament in the book of Habakkuk. So let's go quickly to Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter, um, chapter 2. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And we look at verse 4. So again, the title of our sessions is Living by Faith or A Life of Faith. So Habakkuk, someone say Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. And here it says, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. I like the way here it says, the just shall live by his faith. Uh, and, you know, the actual Hebrew word here, faith, also means it's not the same Greek word we saw in Romans chapter 1, which was pistis. Here, the, the Hebrew word faith means um, faithfulness, faithfulness. And so he says that the just, the righteous shall live by their faithfulness. Um, and I like how he says it, the just shall live by his faith not somebody else's faith, but we live according to our faith or according to our faithfulness towards God. Now let's go back to the New Testament and let's go to Galatians chapter three. And so we're going to see this phrase, the just shall live by faith, um, four, written four times in the Bible, three times in the New Testament and once in the Old Testament. And I believe since, you know, since that is the case, we should pay attention to what the, the word of God is trying to tell us or what God is trying to tell us concerning the just living by faith. And so in Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, Galatians chapter 3, verse 11, it says, but that, um, let me, mm, okay, let's, let's, just, let's, just, let's just read this first. I was going to go back a bit, but for time's sake, let's just stay here. It says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. No man is justified by the law in the sight of God. And so we understand that, you know, even though this Paul says this here, there was a time where um, in, in the, the children of Israel, the Old Testament, under the Old Testament, the people of God, you know, they were justified by living under the law. Um, they were made righteous by, by observing the law and, and making an effort to do all that was in the law. But here we see Paul says, but no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. In this new age that we're in, in this new dispensation that we're in, you know, he says that, you know, the just, you know, the just shall live by faith. We are justified in the sight of God. We are made righteous in the sight of God by living by faith. And then one more, last one. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. And then we'll, we'll begin to dig into this word. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 8, um, let me go back to, now. Nah, okay, let's just do verse 38. 
It says, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draws back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. So go back to Romans again. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Let me read verse 16 again. It says, For I am not, Paul says again, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and to the Gentile. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, that just shall live by faith. Now, I think it's only right before we go any further, let's define the word faith here, the Greek word faith here, which is pistis. And, and faith here means, it simply means a persuasion. It means a persuasion. It means, actually means a firm persuasion, to have a firm persuasion. It means moral conviction, a moral conviction, or, and, and, it, and in particular, a moral conviction, conviction of religious truth uh, or the truthfulness about God. And uh, I like how... Um, you know, the actual Greek defined this because, you know, we live in a time where people call so many things, people call so many things faith or they, they, they refer to themselves as living by faith or walking by faith and, and actually it's not real faith. It's not um, the religious faith that we know or the truthfulness about God that we know or we understand. And so faith is having a moral conviction of the truth okay the, the truthfulness about god and it also means faith is a conviction based on hearing this is one of my favorite my my favorite definition on the word faith it is a conviction based on hearing now we, we will look at romans chapter 10 verse 17 later on which tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god um but we we, we have to understand it's not just hearing Faith doesn't just come by simply hearing the word of God because, you know, many people hear the word of God every week on a Sunday or twice a week, Sunday and Wednesday, but there is no conviction. There is no uh, persuasion in the hearts. And, and so, you know, when we're talking about living by faith, we're talking about having a conviction based on what you've heard. Or we're talking about being fully persuaded having a firm persuasion based on what you, you heard or based on the word of God. And so faith also means a conviction based on hearing, to be fully persuaded, and faith in simple terms means to believe or to trust. Hallelujah. I hope you were able to get all of that. And so when we look at our text or, or the various scriptures we've looked you know, it is very clear how God expects us to live as believers. It is very clear. God has outlined in his word or God is telling us um, um, how, what he expects from us, the way he expects us to live as believers. And so it says that just or those of us who have been declared righteous shall live by faith. 
we are being commanded to live by faith. And, uh, you know, and it's interesting that the Bible did not say, or the various scriptures we read did not say that just shall live by fasting. And we know fasting is good. There's nothing wrong with fasting. It didn't say that we'll live by praise and worship. We know praise and worship is good. There's nothing wrong with that. It didn't say that we will live by uh, even prayer. Okay. Um, but the word says that just shall live by faith. And so which makes faith very important and vital for us as believers or as those who have been declared righteous. And, um, you know, the righteousness of God is found in the gospel. The righteousness of God is found in the gospel. And the righteousness of God is only by faith, uh, especially in the time in the age that we live in. I want to look at the NIV translation of the latter part of this verse 16. It says, for the gospel, for the gospel is, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. And so if our right standing with God began and ends with faith, then we have to also understand that everything else must begin and ends with faith. Uh, our, our walk with God, our Christian life, everything that we do must begin and must begin and end with faith because, you know, righteous, everything starts from the point in the moment we receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Everything begins, our, our Christian work, our new work in God begins at the very moment we accept Jesus and he pronounced his, and God pronounced his righteousness upon us. And so since we begin with faith, that means faith uh, um, should, um, um, faith affects every area of our lives. We cannot live without faith. Uh, anything else that we receive from God um, faith must be involved. We can't be healed or receive our healing from God without faith. Uh, we can't believe God for prosperity without faith. We can't believe in, you know, deliverance or receive deliverance or even the favor of God. Everything comes by faith. So faith is vital to the life of the believer. Hallelujah. Let's go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 22. Galatians chapter 3, verse 22. And just want to stress out the importance of faith for us, especially as the church, the New Testament believers. You know, we are blessed that we are under um, a new law, so to speak, that we are not under the old covenant, that we have been called to live by faith. Because before there was faith, there was the, 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 there was the um, righteousness by the law or the law of righteousness. And that simply meant that the Old Testament saints, as we know, they had to obey all of the teachings and commandments of God uh, and do all the requirements of the law in order for them to be um, accepted or seen as righteous. And... Um, you know, uh, theologians tell us that the law, the totality of the law, can be summed up uh, uh, in the number of 613. 613 instructions and commandments of do's and don't 
that the children of Israel had to observe in order for them to be declared or made righteous. Um, however, we are not under the law. You know, we are under a different kind of system, a different kind of law. So let's let's look at this in Romans in Galatians chapter three, verse twenty-two. We are under a different kind of law, and we are under. We can say we are under the law of faith because faith is also a law. Amen. Uh, and so in Romans chapter three, verse twenty-two. Wait a second. What did I say? No Romans, Galatians. No, I'm wrong. Sorry, go to Romans chapter 9. No, Galatians chapter 3 verse 22. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Galatians chapter 3 verse 22. It says, but the scripture have concluded all under sin that, promise, um, that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, um, shut up un unto the faith unto the faith which would afterwards be revealed. Wherefore the law was your, our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Verse 25, but after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Hallelujah. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. And so we see here that prior to faith, um, prior to faith coming, the Old Testament sites um, where we were all under the law, under the requirements of the law. Um, and if they if they broke one of the law, if they were not able to do all the requirements of the law, um, they were not made righteous. They, they, they fall short. Um, they were still considered as a sinner. But we are now under faith by the grace of God. And I like how what it says here in verse 23. It says, but before faith came, okay? And then when you go to verse um, 25, but after faith has come. So we should, be, um, we should be so glad, so excited and blessed that, you know, we have been given the privilege to live under faith and our faith in Jesus Christ when we, when, because we believe in Jesus, when we, um, when, when, when we accepted him, you know, we, we are fulfilling the whole totality of the law. We're not, we're not required to do all the requirements of the law simply by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord Savior. He was the only one who was able to fulfill all the requirements of the law. And so since we believe in Jesus, we are only we are only um, we are under grace and we are under faith, and all we have to do is believe God, Amen, and believe God for all the things that He has provided for us. And so, faith is a law in itself, and we are under the new law of faith. And you know, I like to define the word law a law as you know any a law is a, any system or process that when you apply the um, the guiding principles you will get the same results every time. You know, a law is a, a system or process. If you are guided, if you apply the guiding principles, you will get the same results every time, just like the law of gravity. And so if we apply 
the guiding principles of faith, we will get the results that we need from faith every single time. Hallelujah. And so since we have seen in the, in the word of God that, you know, it is written three times in the New Testament, the just shall live by faith. And we also seen it in the Old Testament. This tells us how important it is for us to live by faith, how we should, um, um, as believers, uh, um, um, apply faith in every area of our life. Um, faith is so important because, you know, faith is more than just a teaching. Faith is more than just a subject. Faith is more than just a message. Faith is more than just, uh, it's not even a movement. You know, sometimes people refer to us, the people of faith, as faith movement. Faith is more than that. Faith is more than just a message that we preach. Faith is vital, it's crucial for our everyday life as believers. Amen. Faith is necessary for us the same way as we need food and water. Faith is, is the very essence of the believer's life or should be the very essence of the, of the life of the believer. Glory to God. Faith is more than something we just practice or exercise occasionally. Faith is more than something, it, 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 it is more than something we pick up when we need to believe God for something and pull it down when we don't need it anymore. Faith is a way of life. Faith is our way of life. Faith is a lifestyle that every believer must um, apply on an on a, on a everyday basis. It is the essence of our whole being. Amen. And so what I'm going to drive all home during my sessions with you this weekend is the, the importance of living by faith every day. The fact that we've been called to live by faith every day. And most of us do without even realizing it. You know, we are living by faith every day without even saying we are living by faith. If you are a person who live by the word of God, you are living by faith. Hallelujah. And so, you know, I, 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 I like what Dr. Um, the, uh, God bless him, the late Dr. Freddie Price said concerning faith. And he says, faith is the lifestyle of the rich and famous in Christ. Faith is the lifestyle of the rich and famous in Christ. Amen. And so faith is needed and is necessary for our, our everyday lives. Hallelujah. The word of God does not say we have been called to live by prayer. We have not been called to live by um, uh, fasting. We have been called to live by faith. And again, all of these other things that we do in our Christian life is very important. Now, I want to go back to, let's go back to Habakkuk chapter, chapter 2 again. I hope I'm not speaking too fast. Glory to God. Habakkuk chapter 2. And let's look at this verse 4 again. And I'm going to live, look at this from the, a different translation. I'm going to look at this from the New Living Translation. Because I like how it puts this. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 in the New Living Translation. It says, it says look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. So look at the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. 
And I think it's interesting here how this verse of scripture makes a comparison and a contrast between, you know, the proud and the righteous who lives by faith. And so what I understand and get from this verse is that those of us who live by faith, you know, um, we are living, we are, we are humbling ourselves before God. Living by faith towards God is an attitude and state of great humility towards God. Amen. Um, you know, when, when we're living by faith or when we live by faith, we're not, we're not putting our own lives in our own hands. We are trusting in someone who is higher than us, who is bigger than us, who knows more than we do. Hallelujah. Rather than the person who, um, who, who believes in themselves or who are prideful or think that they can, you know, manage their own life by themselves. And so being called to live by faith is, 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 is being called to humble yourself before God, obviously, who knows us more than ourselves. You know, it is a, it is a great sign of, of humility um, that we show towards God when we live by faith. A righteous person is one that lives by faith and is faithful to God and his word. Hallelujah. And so let's go back, let's go to um, Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. When we live by faith, we, we, we are trusting, in, we are putting our life in the hands of God. We are trusting, we are saying that we trust God and he knows better than we do. He knows more than we do. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 11, and now we're going to read from verse 5. Glory to God. Pastor Stephen, I've got my big Bible today, <laughs> my red Bible. <laughs> Your pastor always loves me and my big red Bible. He says, when I put on my, med, my red Bible, it means, you know, there's serious business about, about to happen. <laughs> Glory to God. So Hebrews chapter 11, and let's look at, um, I'll read from verse 5. Verse 5. It says, By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God has translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. That he pleased God. And verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible. We can actually stop there without even reading any further. But without faith, it is impossible. But without faith, um, healing is impossible. Without faith, deliverance is impossible. Without faith, prosperity is impossible. Amen? But without faith, nothing is impossible. But if we read on, it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Glory to God. And so one other reason why it's so important for us to live by faith is because we want to please God. Amen. We want to please God. And so living by faith pleases God. Living by faith puts a smile on God's faith because on God's face because 
This is what he is expecting for us as his dear, dear children. Now, you know, the Old Testament says they were not required to live by faith, but we can see that we can see in the Hebrews chapter 11, they, they were still able to please God because of their, of their faith through their actions. Okay. Uh, you know, if we read the whole Hebrews chapter 11, you know, there, 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 there are people in the Old Testament who please God. And they're mentioned here. We call this the great uh, hall, hall of faith, you know, in, in scriptures. Um, you know, so even though the OT saints were not, were not required to live by faith, they still please God by their faith, through their actions. I mean, if we talk about, you know, if we go all the way back to Abraham, the father of faith, okay, as we refer to him, you know, Abraham, you know, the Bible says he was justified by his faith. Abraham was declared and made righteous by God because he believed in God. Because he got to the place where he believed God and believed the word of God, um, even before the law was given. And so we can see that, you know, faith pleases God. Those who walk by faith in the Old Testament, they please God. I mean, I want to be like you, Enoch here, where my life pleased God so much, I'm just taken that you don't see death. Amen. And so this man must have pleased God so much uh, that he was taken. He was raptured. Let's go to um, Romans chapter and make sure I'm not going ahead of myself. Let's go to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. I'm just trying to build a little foundation here. And then we'll hopefully tonight, we'll, the second session, we'll, we'll go deeper and look at the other stuff. And some of this stuff I'm sharing right now, um, Pastor Stephen already has covered. Romans chapter 10, and let's look at verse 17. And... Um, this tells us how faith comes, how faith comes. Um, the Bible, uh, you know, uh, my bishop always says, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. And the will of God is the word of God. And the word of God is the word of God. And so where, where does faith begins? Or how does faith, be, how do we begin to have faith for anything? Well, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Uh, it says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And the word hear, hearing here, here means attentively listening. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I like to put it this way. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. When do we stop? Hearing the word of God. Well, you keep hearing God's word until you have the manifestation. You keep hearing the word of God until the manifestation amen you 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 put the word of you 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 speak out the word of god um you read scriptures concerning healing 
you read it out loud, you listen to yourself um, um, reading or speaking the word of God, you listen to messages on healing, you keep feeding your faith on healing until there is a manifestation. Amen. And so faith comes by hearing the gospel, the good news. The word of God is good news to us. Faith doesn't come by hearing bad news. Faith doesn't come by uh, receiving a bad report. It only comes from the gospel, which is full of good news. And as we hear the word of God, amen, our faith rises, our trust in God rises, our conviction in God rises, our, our, our persuasion in God rises. Hallelujah. And one thing we have to understand about faith is that faith is not automatic across the board. You know, just because we may have faith um, for healing, you know, you may, your faith concerning healing may be strong. Doesn't necessarily mean that your faith concerning finances is as strong. And so we have to build our faith in every area and aspect of our life with the word of God. We have to build our faith concerning finances or concerning God's ability to provide for us by hearing his word. We have to build up our faith. You know, I call it the faith muscle concerning healing with, by hearing the word of God. We have to build uh, our faith in the area of God being able to protect, protect us by hearing the word of God because faith is not automatic in every area of our life. Okay. It's like when you go to the gym, you know, um, if, if, you are just, if you are just working on the upper part of your body, um, doing exercises that, that, just do, that, 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 that just deal with the upper part of your body, you know, your lower part of your body, is not, the, the muscles are not going to be strengthened or as strong as your upper part of the body. So sometimes when you go to the gym, you focus on your upper part of the body, and sometimes you focus on the lower part of your body, you focus on particular muscles. Amen. And you focus on them and, and you, you exercise those particular muscles. And I firmly believe that we must, we must um, build up our faith in every area of our life. That's why it's so important to know the word of God. Um, and we must gain and, 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 and increase our knowledge of God's word concerning um, healing, concerning God's ability to provide for us concerning God's ability to protect for us so that when situations come, you know, our faith in that area is strong. Our faith muscle in that area is strong and we'll be able to be exercised and, and we'll be able to lift or carry whatever we are facing or whatever comes along our way. And so since faith comes, here, comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, we have to ensure that we are building our faith in every area of our life. We are receiving the word of God. We are hearing the word of God concerning every area of our life. Be a rounded Christian. Amen. Be a well-rounded Christian. Um, you know, sometimes we have our own favorite subjects or messages. Okay. But don't just listen to your favorite subjects and messages. Amen. Um, listen to uh, listen to messages or or study particular subjects um, in the Word of God that you may not be um, may not be that knowledgeable about. And you know, as the as the word says, as 
as you hear the word of God, as you study the word of God, as you receive the word of God, your faith in that area will also will grow. So whenever the time comes, if you need to exercise faith for protection, then you know you are strong. You know that God is able to keep you. You know, during the last year, there are many believers, unfortunately, became fearful because of COVID. Um, and, you know, that shouldn't be the case. Uh, however, you know, if you are an individual who knows God's word concerning healing, who knows God's word concerning uh, protection, his, his ability to protect you, um, that it doesn't matter what's going on in the world, you know, Psalm 91 says a thousand may fall on your right hand and 10,000 on your left, but it will not come near you. When you have the knowledge of the word of God, amen, then you will not be scared of COVID or any disease or pandemic that's going on in the world. And so sometimes some believers, they, they is, is, is at the point where they're facing an emergency or they're going through a uh, a particular tough challenge, then they try to build their faith in that area. And they're trying to build, they try to quickly build their faith muscle in that area. And sometimes they're not able to do that because that muscle has not been developed uh, over time. I hope that makes sense what I'm trying to say. And so we have to understand that faith is not automatic across the board. And so we have to build our faith uh, in God's word in every area and aspect of our life since we are being called to live by faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so um, it is necessary. It is important for us to, to, to study the word of God every day. To hear the word of God every day. Amen. Because the more knowledge we have of his word, the, word, the, more, the more able we are to walk and live by faith. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing, by the word of God. It's not just, it's not, it doesn't really come by Shandai, Brando, Korea, Basata. In fact, your faith, your faith will affect your prayer life. But faith doesn't come by praying. I know many people who pray and still weak in faith. Okay, uh, faith doesn't come by uh, uh, um, by worship or, or singing praises. Singing praises and worship is good. Your faith will affect your worship. Your faith will affect your praises. Your faith will affect your, your prayer life. But the word says it comes by hearing God's word. And when we hear the word of God, we make a choice, a decision to believe his word, to receive his word. And then also to act upon the word of God. Amen. There are five elements of faith, which I'll share with you later on tonight. You know, there are five elements of faith. And that is one, faith um, is, is number one, hearing the word of God. And I want to add to that, not just hearing, but hearing and knowing the word of God. And then number two, receiving the word of God. Because when you hear the word of God, you have to receive it. The word, the Greek word in, in, in the Greek word receive means to take, take the word of God. Take it personally. The next one is believe in the word of God. 
And then it's in the next one, number four, speaking the word of God. And number five, acting upon the word of God. So these are five elements, and these are quite similar to what Pastor Stephen mentioned on, on Wednesday. Okay. But five elements to walking by faith is hearing the word of God, receiving the word of God, believing the word of God, speaking the word of God, and acting upon the word of God. Hallelujah. And hopefully we'll be we will we'll start going a bit deep, uh, a bit deeper into this the next session into these five elements in Jesus' name. Praise God. So I'm going to end there. Uh, I, I, I know I was talking a bit fast, going a bit fast. I hope it wasn't too fast and um, you were able to receive something from, from that. But let's, re let's just remind us that we have been called to live and walk by faith. And it is the greatest honor and pleasure. Amen. Living and walking by faith. It is a journey. It is an adventure. You know, one time I said to my wife, <laughs> you know, I said to my wife, I'm so glad that, you know, I'm excited that we've been called to live and walk by faith. She was like, yeah, I know, but sometimes I just wish we didn't have to. <laughs> I just wish there was another way. She was just kidding, you know. But living by faith, it's exciting. Trusting and believing God. Trusting and believing in his word. You know, um, things may not always happen instantly and, uh, and, 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 you know, things may not always manifest when we want it, but it's, but in the process, you know, we, we are growing in our relationship with God. We are, we, 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 we our, our trust in him, our confidence is growing. Hallelujah. There's a work that, that faith does in us. There's a, there's a patience that it builds in us when we live and walk by faith. All right. So I'll stop right there. Praise God. And we will pick up later on tonight in Jesus name. Pastor Stephen, over to you. Amen.